Hello and welcome to the Late Life Career Change podcast with me, Phil Swallow, episode 94, Booster. I've done a couple of extra O's just for comedic value. It's Wednesday the 1st of December, first day of Advent, Christmas ever ever nearer. Uh, better get organised, I guess. Um, never quite get organised anyway. So, uh, Booster, yeah, well, we'll start with that, shall we? Uh, we had our boosters originally booked in for December the 14th and that was as near as we could get at the time and then we've been quite successful sometimes you make a booking and they give you the option of amending them so we went in there because there's been talk of the new uh, variant omicron and booster boosters are the flavor of the month um I, in fact i saw today that the uk have done a third of the adult population already which is pretty good 18 million out of 54 or something anyhow um Sue's idea, brilliant idea. So let's go in and see if we could bring it forward. And not only did we manage to do that from the 14th to this Monday just gone, which was the 29th, but it was more convenient in terms of locality and parking outside and all that good stuff. So it's in a pharmacy. Uh, they just use their consulting room, basically. It's all pretty well organised. Didn't seem to be the same level of... Um, communication maybe at the time when we last went for our second doses in Croydon uh, they went through loads of stuff and we had to go and sat, sit in front of someone with a laptop and they told us all these bits and pieces I mean that was AZ AstraZeneca maybe it's different now so this was Moderna um, we were hoping to get Pfizer although I don't think it really matters too much between the two I did say to them about Pfizer and um, they said that there were two reasons that they couldn't do it. One was that they'd had a reasonable batch size that had to be uh, got rid of because it hadn't been used up. Um, it's obviously got a limited shelf life. And also they're prioritising Pfizer for the younger folk. So they're going to get theirs. Uh, well, that was another part of the, the announcement earlier in the week as soon as possible, bringing in the, um, the younger age groups for boosting and first and second. And the rules, rules seem to be changing all the time. Uh, so, you know, the actual operation of the vaccine was good. Good staff, good team. I'm sitting down for the 15 minutes after before you're allowed to go and I was pinged by someone who apparently has been infected um, you know, diagnosed. Is it what's the term? Diagnosed, have been not declared. Anyway, they got COVID. Someone somewhere. Now, I spoke with people that I've been in contact with in the last week. Um, none of them have been infected. Um, I then thought, well, it might be this kind of Bluetooth anonymous thing where you get pinged by someone and it could have been from sitting in the crowd at the football at the weekend, maybe someone a few rows away who's, or someone who's certainly in Bluetooth distance could have been um, tested positive. So it may be that. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't think I've got the symptoms. I've been checking regularly, um, doing the old, uh, you know, thermometer and the, the oxygen oxygen meter I don't know what it's called um, thing that you put in your finger and they've all been okay but of course having had the jab on Monday I did get some you know when you feel a bit groggy and a bit fluey I didn't really even have headache as such I feel uh, fine now really um, I've been taking the old paracetamol but I um, only had some of the two of those this morning and I've not needed any since but yeah so when you ping, you have to go through what is a ridiculous number of screens. Now, I'm sure my details are on the website 
and I've got a login for the app but you still have to it seems like you're duplicating information all over the place just to get a test you know they want me to get a test because that's the thing to do anyway um, I possibly could have got a test that evening but it was just busy and rush hour and things and I didn't booked it for yesterday morning first thing went up to Addington nearby not far away um, now I did the test okay at least I think I did um, but there was a problem with this weird problem with a seal on the envelope so they couldn't seal it and they said well look if we give you a blank envelope with no barcode on then the barcode on your card physical card and the barcode on the actual test sample that can be scanned and it should still be possible to process it although another member of staff had said well really you should just do another test you can kind of guess where this is heading can't you so yesterday evening got a notification through now i thought that was pretty good that was about 12 hours after the test but it said it was void they couldn't they couldn't determine either way so either i had done something wrong actually taking the test even though i've done these before um or there was actually a problem with the processing like the admin so a bit annoying so i've now got to wait another period because i went down there this morning still got the first slot of the day again which was handy um and as as i record this now i'm effectively isolating until i know otherwise so i i personally don't think i've been infected um and i know you can you can have it and not be symptomatic um but anyway i, I think i'm all right but anyway we'll, we'll find that out um rather frustrating rather frustrating so I'd been last week, uh, Saturday morning, went to meet up the local history group and met the chairman of um, the Bourne Society, which are the, the local, local history group. Lovely guy. Uh, and he was telling me about someone he knew that was about 90, who used to be, used to do gliding at the Hamsey Green Aerodrome site, which is the subject of my next main video. Um and he was going to put me in touch with this person, give me some details. And then this guy walked in the door. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. So I met him, Graham Brooks, really nice fella. And he used to go out there with the air cadets, part of the school trip sort of thing. Um, and then blow me down, um, Sue had a body shop open house on Friday. And I was chatting to one of her friends who does kind of local history stuff at local, um, local libraries. She said, oh, have you heard from, or do you know of Pete the beekeeper? So there's this guy called Peter. And he's a beekeeper but his dad was also connected and his dad's 1991 um anyway long story short i phoned him and um he was telling me that he was in the air scouts and all he used to do was as a well a kid really he would go to hams green aerodrome and what they used to do there is winch launch the gliders but they never had enough to well space or i don't know conditions um to fly beyond the perimeter of the field really which is also what graham brooks had said so it was like winch launch you up in the air and then you would effectively glide down i guess you could turn around a bit and all that but he said it was far from a big operation it was almost like a little club even though there were two air training corps um gliding schools there in during the war and uh he said his particular job air quotes was to pick up the rope and hand it back to the guys that would then connect it tether it or whatever couple it clip it to the next glider that went up so you know they when they launch with a winch the they're it's somehow released or it just comes away anyway i don't know um 
and then the rope just dangles or hangs down or falls down to the ground and they would run on pick up the rope run over to the winch master and the guys that kind of the the men he said that sort of operated the um the main operation as it were and uh, and that was it he was a young child then he's uh, say 90 now but um it was really good to speak with him actually it was his dad ridge and um and that's helped me just to put a little bit of information more into the video now I was also given yesterday the name of one of the, I presume it's a son, but I don't know for sure, um, who lives in uh, Colorado. So I've tried to reach out to him, but it's not easy because if people aren't on Facebook and Twitter or whatever, quite hard to just go out and message them. But I've tried. Um, and I also, uh, Roger said to me yesterday on an email that he had had Oh, he found, just as I went out the door on Saturday, he found lying around this, it was a Croydon Airport publication and it was someone's recollections of Hamza Green Aerodrome. And he said he's going to try and get along there and copy it for me. Uh, and obviously I'm going to try and get along there to either retrieve it or copy it myself before someone files it away somewhere. Um, but he's given me the details of this publication so I should be able to find it and I just try and get down there, assuming I'm COVID-free um, by the end of the week. And I think really I've got to pull the trigger on this then and get it live. Um, it's it needs to go, it needs to go there. I've actually in the video and the format of it did change again. It's more like my usual kind of captions and slides type video with music, and I'm quite pleased with uh, how it's how it's working at the moment. Uh, but I did put in there, you know, that this this I've got feelers out there, and if if things do come to light, if people find artifacts, information, photos. You know, maybe I'd do a follow-up. Um, it's been it's been a real uh, joy to work on it, to to actually bring this to life. So many people either don't know that there was an aerodrome there, or certainly don't know about the gardeners and their story. So I'm delighted that I'm going to be able to tell that soon to the world. So rough timeline because it's so ready to go now, and would just be tweaked with any uh, new information. I hope to get it completed by the end of the week and released at the weekend because. YouTube tell me that 4pm on a Saturday is the best time that I can release my videos. And that's all done in algorithms and whatever. It's not actually YouTube, it's a, a service I pay for called TubeBuddy. Um, the other thing I've done is work on the next two videos, another Hamzy Green one. These are all kind of spin-offs, they're all kind of linked to things that I've done already. Um, quite excited about that one as well. That'll only be a short amount of filming, couple of photos, little bit of blending work. Shouldn't be a long video at all, but again, it'll help to piece the story of the history of Hamza Green. And the other one I want to do is about another little airfield. Won't say too much. Um, and again, shouldn't take too long. Not many artifacts around. Tell the story as best I can. And um, I hope to get these released, you know, one a week for the next couple of weeks. So, um, just so I can get some release rhythm going, if that means anything. The only other thing that happened is I bought a couple of bits on the old Black Friday offers last week, uh, although I don't even know if they were offered that much. I just decided to buy them. Um, they did have a thing to enter into competition if you spent more than 50 quid, so I made sure that I did that. And it's just the mic gear, so I did do these um, wireless mics that I bought, the Rode Wireless Go 2 set. And I did a bit of a test the other day where I actually recorded vlog style my walk my exercise in on monday morning and i clipped the microphone to the outer sort of flap or lapel on my anorak and it worked really well i was really pleased with the sound quality almost wouldn't have needed any sort of editing in um 
in the production suite. So uh, quite pleased with that. But never say never. Um, and I've still got the in in plan to do further down the line Kenley Aerodrome, and I've got to decide what I want to do about Croydon Aerodrome. There's already quite a bit on YouTube for that, but I'm going to do a, their tour of the tower. Uh, this Sunday I think these are quite brief tours but they just open it up on the first Sunday of the month and I saw it on um, Eventbrite to, to get some tickets so yeah lots going on on the video front fairly quiet on the photography I don't know if I mentioned last week I'd had a headshot inquiry but I couldn't we couldn't line up the, the dates anyway um, but she said she'll keep me in mind for the future so uh, that may happen uh, so yeah that's um, well that's where we are really and uh, I say I'm going to go off now and wait patiently for the results to come through and hopefully I'm good to go um, I mean to be honest there's not a massive amount in the diary that would be affected by anything so I think we'll be okay um, so I'm going to leave it there thank you very much for following the show having a listen making it part of your routine and uh, I will catch up with you again next week 